um, this evening I have a message to preach and uh, I've been troubled about the message. Today's message, I put it together from last night. And what I'm preaching is the unclean spirit with purpose. So I sat down and I looked at the word. Today I want to talk about an unclean spirit or a demon that had a purpose and how the demon executed the purpose. And you realize that this demon has a lot of lessons he will teach us. The Bible said in the book of Luke chapter 11 that Jesus was speaking and from the verse number 21 he said that when a strong man armed keepeth his palace his goods are in peace. May you be an armed strong man. Yeah. Ah, I said if you are the daddy of a house, may you be an armed strong man. Yeah. Don't be a husband and be a weak man. Don't be a father in a church and be a weak man. I hear you. Don't be in charge of a nation and be a weak man. Anybody God has put over a house. Number one, may you be armed. Number two, may you be strong so that you can keep your palace. And when you are a strong man and you are armed, you keep your palace and your goods are in peace. Verse number 21. But when a stronger than he shall come upon him. So if you have a church in a community and a stronger pastor comes to town, you are in trouble. If you have your fiancée and a stronger man comes around her, <laughs> Even if you have a wife And a stronger man Comes around here You are in trouble That is why I pray that spiritually You will be strong Financially you will be strong And watch this Romantically you will be strong <laughs> Because I tell you if you have a wife and in some of the areas you are not strong and some kululu man listen yesterday I preached to you when I was tired today is a different story when a stronger than he shall come upon him. May the witches in your community never be stronger than you. Because I'm telling you, if you have a church in a town and there is a wizard who is stronger than you, you are in trouble. I pray that in your area, nothing will be stronger than you. But when a stronger than he shall come upon him, and overcome him and take away from him all his armor wherein he trusted and divided his world. 
When the words of gossips are stronger than the word you preach, your armor will be taken from you and your goods will be divided. Verse 23. He that is not with me is against me. And he that gathereth not with me is gathereth. You can divide all human beings into two categories. Gathereth and scattereth. Ask somebody by you, are you a gatherer or a scatterer? No, listen. In your family, two kinds of people. In your church, two kinds of people. In your community, two kinds of people. There is no middle way. Either they are gathering or they are scattering. Now, the trouble is that most of the scatterers in life we make a mistake and think they are squatters. You see, a squatter is somebody who has not built a permanent structure. You know, like when you come AMA, the reason they have allowed some of the structures around the roadside is that they call them temporal structures. And they say these people are just squatters. After 20 years, you attempt moving the squatter and see. So some of the people in our churches who we think are squatters, are actually scatterers. For example, oh, he just come to church. He doesn't pay tithe. Then they say, well, he, he's not a gatherer, but he's also not scattering. He's just squatting in the church. Somebody's in the church one year. He's not in a department. He's not singing. He's not ushering. When you ask, they say, oh, I'm just an attendee. Or maybe you have somebody at EAM. The person just comes around. The person doesn't play any part. The person is not an active partner. Doesn't contribute anything on a monthly basis. When you ask the person, the person says, oh, as for me, I just attend. But I'm not a partner as such. Listen to me. You are either this or that. Either you are for me or against me. You are gathering or you are scattering. There is no neutral ground. Now, if you want, attempt putting the scripture in the message translation of the Bible. I don't know whether you have it. Message translation of the Bible. Do you have it? This is war. That is the way it starts. This is war. There is no neutral ground. If you are not on my side, you are the enemy. And if you are not helping, you are making things worse. Now, turn to somebody and tell the person, this is war. Don't smile. Say, this is war. That means any church member who has no department is an enemy. Anybody in the church who doesn't help is an enemy. This is war. No neutral ground. You see, the neutral ground is the deception. For example, you are holding a church board meeting. And there is a particular church board member who doesn't attend all the meetings. When you ask, oh, say anything, the person is the enemy. Ah, I hear you. I hear. Ushers are meeting, the person is not there. 
choir is meeting, the person is not there. Prayer warriors are meeting, the person is not there. This is. I said this is. I said this is. I said this is. But because you don't think it is war, you are even smiling with people like that. This is war. No neutral ground. If you are not on my side, you are the enemy. And if you are not helping out, you are making things worse. Go back to King James and go to verse 24. When the unclean spirit, you may be seated, enjoy, enjoy the reading. When the unclean spirit goeth out of a man, he walketh through dry places. Seeking rest. Even a demon is looking for rest. Listen, what bread? You have to have some rest. Even a demon. <laughs> Even demon wants rest. Even a demon is looking for a good church. Even a demon is looking for a good ministry. Even a demon is looking for a good family. He walked through the dry places, seeking rest. And finding none, he said unto himself, I will return to my house from whence I came. Stop there. Even the demon has got taste. Some of you, the shoe you are wearing, no taste. Shirt, no taste. Husband, no taste. Wife, no taste. Even the children you produce, no taste. When you see, <laughs> when you see somebody who sings the song, Hallelujah, <laughs> Such a person, the demon is better than you. <laughs> Listen, even a demon has taste. Some of you go to the hairdressing saloon, they say, Yan Yan say, Oh, a beer. Even your own head, you have noticed. Lord, Lord, I'm believing you for a husband. God said, What kind of husband? A beer. Who need this? unclean spirit is gone out of a man he walketh through the dry places so this demon is why so he knows the difference between dry place wet place <laughs> and to call house a dry or call house a dry and fatame or call house a dry and fatame I want a nice place he said the place I was was better than these dry places. Some of you are sitting in this church. Sometimes when you are a little provoked. I will leave the church. I will leave the church. You live and see. The other places you will go. Dry. 
you will go to dry places. You'll be frustrated and miserable. I had a friend who left his bishop. He left his senior pastor. He got angry and left his church and said he's going to start a ministry and he's going to do his own thing. This guy roamed about until one day he was lying in a certain room and there was a ghetto blaster on the console. A mouse came and stood on the ghetto blaster and was looking at my friend. My friend said, hey, is this how low the devil can bring me? Say, say, crowd here. Mouse and I all screaming. You see, the mouse that was standing there and looking at him, he perceived it to be a mouse laughing at him. Or say, after the and cry and cry and screaming. I'm going back to my father to beg. So he called me, he says, This is what happened to me. Can you lead me back to my father to go and beg? Some of you, you know what? You leave this church and finish. Cockroaches will be laughing at you. Mice will be laughing at you. Even a vulture will come and laugh at you. Can I hear somebody shout an amen? So, the unclean spirit goes out of the man. He walks through the dry places, finding, seeking rest, finding none. He says, I will return unto my house from which I came. Everybody has got a house. This ministry is your house. This church is your house. The place you belong is your house. Verse 25. And when he cometh and findeth it swept and garnished. The thing is that anytime you bluff a system and walk out, by the time you come back, they will be better than you left them. So this demon left, and by the time the demon came, the house was swept. And garnish. But look at verse 26. This demon is very wise. Then go and he. And take him to himself. Seven other spirits. More wicked than himself. And they enter in and dwell there. And the last state of the man. Is worse than the first. Stay on the verse 26. Because it can preach. Then goeth he and taketh. 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 This demon said to itself, You know what? If I stay in this man alone, the people who came to cast me out are stronger than me. They will come again and cast me out. So if I don't want to be cast out again, let me go and look for seven other demons and bring them. And the seven demons I'm going to bring must be stronger than me. The reason I was very worried today, almost the whole day, is because people, as you grow in the anointing and increase in the anointing, as you grow as a family man and increase as a family man, as you grow as a businessman, and increase as a businessman. You need to be surrounded by people that are stronger than you. People that think ahead of you. 
Listen, at my age now, if a demon realizes that to be secure, he needs demons that are more wicked than him. At a certain level in life, you need people that are sharper, more anointed, more powerful, more skillful than you are. You need people. Listen, you cannot go higher than where you are now until you meet people who are higher than you. I remember one day a man was talking to me about security. A pastor. And he said, Daddy, you need this. You need that. You need that. You need that. You need to build something around you. So I called Pastor McGrubin and I said, Man of God, I need this. I need that. I need that. I need that. When you guys have... He said, Daddy, everything is in control. We are taking care of everything around you already. And he gave me the evidence of what they've done around me. I didn't even know that they've done it. Then I said, these two men are thinking ahead of their leader. Listen to me. May the Lord give you as a business. Listen, I saw a businessman whose business ended up in trouble. When I asked him, he told me, he said, Daddy, my people led me into one mistake after the other until they brought me to where I am and it's the same with pastors he said I'm going to look for seven other spirits more wicked than me that means if they are more wicked than him they are likely to have more authority than him and also if he brings them he may be serving them they will be sending him Bring us water, bring us food, bring us broom, and it has to go. If the demons are more wicked than him, it means if they finally kill the man, they will take the glory. He will never get the glory. If the demons are more wicked, they are likely to have more authority. So they are generals and he's a sergeant. If the demons are more wicked, finally it means after they have even possessed the man, taken over, and they have accomplished their aim, they may drive him out. What the man is saying is, you know what? There is a lot of risk in me bringing demons that are more wicked than me into this territory. But at least we will fulfill our agenda. We will steal from the man. We will kill the man. We will destroy the man. Our common purpose, our common objective is more important than my position. I don't care what happens to me. If I bring a more intelligent person than myself, I don't care if I bring a more anointed person than myself. Listen. And when they came in, seven of them, the last state of the man was worse than the first. That means they achieved their aim. I prophesy the end of your life. That at the end of your life, may the people that are around you make you achieve every objective, every vision, every dream. But you see, you will not understand this scripture well until you understand where this demon got the wisdom from. Because every demon got his wisdom from Satan. Let's look at Satan's wisdom. 
Revelation 12, verse 1. Revelation 12, 1. And there appeared a great wonder in heaven. A woman clothed with the sun and the moon under her feet and her head. On her head, a crown of 12 stars. A crown of 12 stars. So there was a wonder in heaven. A woman clothed with the moon. Sorry, with the sun. And the moon under her feet. And upon her head, the crown with the 12 stars. A charismatic Pentecostal like me, with classic, classic, um, classical Pentecostal knowledge, I will see this woman as the symbol of the church, clothed with the sun, the moon under her feet, upon her head, a crown, a crown with twelve stars. You are talking about the twelve apostles and the twelve sons of Israel, the number of the church. This woman is a wonder, Magadosekebiaka. And any man of God or any woman of God, God raises in any city, in any village, you are a wonder. When I come here, the Rogi Church and Pastor Emmanuel and Pastor Mimi are wonders. And this church is a wonder. You come to Accra, Dr. Menso is a wonder. Bishop Duncan Williams is a wonder. Bishop Achinasari is a wonder. Go to Tamale. Pastor Front is a wonder. You come to Bogatanga. I'm a wonder. Any man of God, any woman of God, you see, is a wonder. When you are driving to Accra and you look, when you are driving to Kumasi or is it Cape Coast area, and you look on the hill and see German Clements get pastures, German Clement is a wonder on the hill. And let me tell you, if you are a wonder, another wonder will appear. What is the scripture? And there appeared a great wonder. Now verse 2. And she being with child, cried, traveling in bed and pained to be delivered. Every man of God is in travel. What, what I notice about church people is that many times they don't understand a man of God. Oh, that man of God is very impatient. Have you seen a woman in labor who is patient before? Never. Oh, Have you seen a woman in labor wants to achieve. Mm. Chairman Clement was picking them out. He said, hey, look at the things he's dreaming about. So the man sitting in the building here, the dream is not this building. This building one day 
will be partitioned into small offices. No. Offices for various people that are working. Because this cannot be the auditorium. The greatness in this building is bigger than this space. So, there's something in him. When I stand in Bogatanga and I look at the thing he calls a wonder. When I look at our church building in Bogatanga and I look at the environment, I get depressed. I tell myself, with all the anointing God has given me, Because I have seen other people who don't struggle in ministry the way I do. The number of preachings I preach a year. The energy I exert every day. The amount of intensity I give to every ministration. I see other people. They are nowhere close to that amount of... I'm not talking about spirituality because you see, spirituality is evaluated by only God. But the physical amount of energy Look at these few minutes, the way I'm sweating. Yeah. I have seen others who preach one hour, no sweat. Oh, you know, and Jesus is about to do something in your life today. And I tell you that God is in this place and the Spirit of God is going to move. And, you know, I mean, you know, you, you, you just bless. And God, and God just favored you right now. And as I speak, everything you believe God for is happening. And I know that after this, the yoke is broken and you are free. You get what I'm saying? You, you, you see what I'm saying? And yet you look at the person and 20,000 people are sitting in front of you. When they shoot the car park, you think it's a city. Me too, I can God! 